Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome back to another episode of Sip Conscious, a podcast made by two friends sharing their catch-ups from two different hemispheres. My name is Joseph, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host Colin. We're two longtime friends sharing the new things we've learned every week. We hope you enjoy our casual chats while having a nice drink with us. So, what drink are you having this week, Colin? Hello, Joseph. This week, I am having a Manhattan cocktail. Ooh. It is... Um, well, I was going to say how I make it. I do mm-hmm. one ounce of bourbon and then one ounce of sweet or red vermouth. And if I have bitters around, I'll put like one dash and you just mix it up. And yeah, that, that that's kind of, it's super simple. But I know like some more traditional recipes requires two ounces of, or two shots of, um, bourbon. I mean, actually, no, originally it's rye whiskey, but it's expensive to buy it in Hong Kong. So I just went with <laughs> bourbon. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's very, I do one part to one part because it's more of a balance to me for two, mm. two, two parts of whiskey seems a bit too spicy. I might as well just yeah. drink the whiskey by itself, to be honest. So, um, but that's just my taste. Um, you know, cocktail enthusiasts out there might be unsubscribing from a podcast right now, but I'll take that risk. <laughs> yeah, you've got you've got the purists out there. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like sacrilegious. <laughs> Actually, so um, I don't I don't drink much, so I'm I'm not like too familiar with my alcohol. Um, but I assume bourbon and vermouth are like just specific types of alcohol. Yes. So yeah, bourbon is American whiskey to mm-hmm. really make it, I guess, simplified, which bourbon is usually, it's always 51% corn made oh. from that. Whereas like Scotch whiskey is barley or I'm pretty sure they'll add like different types of grains in there. But um, yeah, for mm-hmm. bourbon, it has to be 51% corn at least. And rye, it has to be 51% rye at least. But obviously, that's the difference. Like, mm-hmm. if I have a bourbon, that's not a, that's not a rye, and rye is not a bourbon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mutually exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've got no idea what bitters are. Yeah, bitters, um, I don't really know how to explain it. It's like a very, it's like a reduction of, it's just very strong. It's not that strong, actually. It's like a 28, I don't know how many percent it is, but it's like aromatic mm. and it's got like herbal notes and you just add a tiny bit on top and it's like mm. aromatic to the smell, bitter to the taste, hence the name. But it's also like adds a bit of like tartness or something. To, like not, maybe mm. not tart, but like, like I don't know how to describe it. Like there's a... Like an astringency. Yeah. <laughs> It's like it's like seasoning for your alcohol then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could say it like that. You know. Cool, cool. Okay, Colin. So. Yeah. You seem like a guy that uses his arms to do things. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so actually, have you ever wondered how your body is built in order to um allow you to move your like upper torso and stuff i feel like we've done this before but mm. i know i'm just conflating things that don't relate or does but i don't <laughs> know how <we're laughs> 
Well, so your brain uh, controls you, or like your nerves send yeah. signals to your brains that we learned before. Your spine is very important to distributing yeah. the nerves all over the places, yeah? yeah? And let's mm-hmm. just say, I'm telling my brain, I want to move my hand and pick up my phone right now. Right, I'm right, sending right. a signal and muscle memory and things. That's yeah, the best yeah. I could do. <laughs> okay, so, so um, yeah, that's a bit of uh, neuroanatomy there. Um, but today, I'm going to be talking a bit about the musculoskeletal anatomy. Oh, right. Yeah, so, Words. like, no... Yeah, so no, you, like, yeah, you don't have to worry about, like, signal firing and any of that. You don't have to worry about your nerves. Like, you know, just calm your nerves for today. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I'm just going to talk a bit about, like, the muscles of your back. Okay. Because um, when you think about it, it actually, like, you don't really think about the muscles in your back, really. Um, you don't really associate them with movement in your like upper body and your like limbs, but like it actually has helps the way that it's built is very unique. And um, yeah, it actually helps us like be very mobile in our like upper body compared to like, you know, like your hips or legs like this, like it's pretty limited in movement compared to your like upper body shoulders and arms and movement and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm going to start off with like the most significant bone of your back which is called the scapula. I was going to say spine. Any... <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that is very significant. Um, but yeah, so today's like anatomy is just going to be focused on the scapula and the muscles around it. So have you got any idea what that bone looks like or like where it is? No. No, I said back, but like, okay. So does the term like shoulder blade? Oh, yeah. Any bells? Yep. yep, yeah, yep. So your scapula is just your shoulder blades. Oh. Um, and yeah, they, they kind of look like wings, like tiny wings. Yeah. Um, and they just sit like on your back, um, like behind your rib cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it's actually like these bones are actually quite unique because if you think about bones, they kind of attach to other bones, right? Yep. Your ribs attach to like your vertebra or your spine. Um, and then like, oh, you know, actually like. Um, and then like, yeah, your legs, femur attached to your hips and all that. Uh, but the unique thing about the scapula is that it doesn't have any like major connections to other bones. Wait, what? How? So, so I mean, it is okay. It is technically like connected to like your clavicle, which is like your collarbone. Mm -hmm. Um, and also your humerus, like the upper arm bone is connected to the scapula, but it's not in any way connected to like any of the bones on your back like any of like the ribs any of the spine like any there's no real bone to bone connection okay yeah it's connected by like ligaments and stuff but like there's no like bone to bone connection right um which is quite unique because if you just remove all the muscles around there your scapula is basically just floating on your back oh wow yeah it's just like kind of like hanging off like your like collarbone. So like actually, if you could just get me to do this, uh, get get if I could just get you to do this. There we go. <laughs> got the <laughs> we got the order right. Um, so like you can probably feel where your collarbone is, right? Yeah. Yeah, and if you trace it all the way to like the extremity, like the the radial portion, which is like the for the further portion, um, you can kind of feel 
where it connects to this bony part at the back of your shoulder, right? Mm-hmm. So what yes. you're feeling right now is your shoulder blade or your scapula. Okay. So, like, that's the only real, like, connecting point of any bone. Right. So it's just, like, literally just, like, kind of floating there. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it's connected via all the muscles around there, but in essence, it's, like, floating There's no there. joint, and, you know. Yeah. And, like, the reason that it's like that is to accommodate a lot of different motions. Um, mm. So... But I will get that. I'm getting a bit ahead of myself. I'll get that. I'll get to that after I talk about all the muscles that stabilize your scapula. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, firstly, you have your trapezius, which you will probably have heard of unless you skip back day, which I know a lot of you do. So, yeah, don't kid yourself. but yeah you know the traps yes 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 do you do you know what it looks like yes it's like a it's like a neck stabilizer (laughs) (laughs) yeah kind of um it's actually really big it's like a big sheet of muscle that just like covers almost like the entirety of your like upper back okay so where it like attaches where it like begins is uh through it kind of radiates out of the spine of the scapula, um, which is like your scapula is kind of shaped weirdly, but there's this like protrusion from like the middle of it, like that kind of. Yeah. Um, and like that's where it connects. And so actually you can like feel it. So if you like trace it back from your collarbone again, and then you could feel the first point that it kind of protrudes on the outer outside. Yep. Oh, yeah. Do so you feel so. that protrusion on the back, right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. So that's kind of where like your traps originate. Mm. So that's where it connects onto your scapula. And then it connects up towards like um it's called like a, a nuchal ligament on the top on like the upper like portion of your neck. So it doesn't it connects to that ligament before it connects to the vertebral column, but lower it connects straight onto the, your vertebral column or your spine. Um and so yeah, it kind of like attaches it originates on the scapula like this tiny bit and then it like radiates massively like along the entirety of your upper back so it like looks pretty big i have an image here you can probably google it if you search up trapezius but it's like that entire thing and then um it's named trapezius because if you had like both sides then it looks like a trapezium Mm. hence the name so yeah, that's your first major muscle that stabilizes your scapula. Um, next up is uh, two muscles called your rhomboid major and rhomboid minor. Um, mm-hmm. And this attaches to the vertebral border of your scapula. And what that means is just the border that is closest to your vertebra or your spine. Okay. Yeah. So um, actually, the you kind of visualize the scapula like if you put your hand in front of you. Um, okay and like so you'll have like your palm right and then yep. your fingers pointing so let's have your fingers pointing to the right if you're okay. using your right hand fingers pointing okay. to the right and then like the base of your palm there so um yeah so like the base of the palm like that's kind of imagine that's like the vertebral border of your scapula and then your rhomboids major and minor they attach from that point 
to a few um, sections of your vertebral column. Okay. Yeah. So um, they are located deep, deeper to your trapezius. So your trapezius covers over them. Okay. So, okay. It's like yeah. under. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Cool. And then next, oh, wait. Well, they're called rhomboids because uh, they're shaped like rhomboids. <laughs> yeah. I'd and assume. Rhom- <laughs> yeah. And rhomboid major is the bigger of the two, but it's located <laughs> lower. It's located uh, inferior to the yeah. minor. To the and, the mi- and the minor rhomboid has a flat third. jokes music jokes (laughs) this one's for you lee (laughs) okay so um (laughs) next up you have the levator scapulae uh, which is a muscle that attaches to the superior angle or kind of like an upper border so again with your hand uh just kind of the top bit of your of your palm that's like on your thumb side if that makes sense yep so it's, it's kind of angled upwards you there. have this thing okay yep. yeah and then that uh as the name kind of suggests levator scapulae it like it levates it elevates your scapula so it attaches upwards and goes up into the transverse portion of like your upper uh vertebra uh so your neck basically the vertebra okay. at your neck. And so these are all like, under the trapez... Tra- 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 <laughs> <laughs> trapezius, yes. Trapezius, this yeah. Is, yeah. So uh, it's it's mostly deep within the trapezius, and then there's a bit that, like, uh, it's deeper to other muscles because the trapezius kind of, like, rides inwards. But, yeah, you, mm-hmm. that's, that's nuances for another, another time. <laughs> Uh, and then next you have your muscles called the serratus anterior. And these are kind of cool, actually. Um, they're pretty like interesting muscle structures, and they actually attach the inside of the vertebral border. So as we were talking about with your hand, the base of your palm, um, mm-hmm. if you imagine it as the vertebral border. So these muscles attach that inner bit to your ribs, Okay. And it connects to the side of your ribs. Okay. So, okay. Now just get get like the the image of the scapula being your hand out. And now we're going to replace the serratus anterior with your hand. <laughs> so if you were to put your hand, imagine your hand's the serratus anterior. Yeah. And then you put the palm area, the base, like to the back. Okay. You might need to stretch a bit to do this. And so now like your fingers are like, Kind of curling to like the side of your ribs, right? Yes. Yeah. So that's how the levator scapula wraps around, mm. essentially. And then imagine the scapula on top of your arm, on on top of your hand. Sorry. Yeah. Which so is actually like, the shoulder blade. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So scapula, yep. shoulder blade, same thing. And that's how your serratus anterior attaches your scapula to your ribs. Uh, and like this shape is like int- like it's interesting like the hand is a pretty good model for this because like essentially there's like attachments to each rib and then like you can imagine your fingers as like each single attachment to each single rib right mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah 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 so it follows that shape pretty well so you can kind of visualize it like that and then lastly we have 
Peck Minor, Pectoralis Minor, which, as the name suggests, has something to do with the more known, like, Pectoralis Major, mm-hmm. which is simply known as your pecs. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, so it's a smaller muscle that attaches a small protrusion on your scapula called the coracoid process to okay. the front of your third, fourth, and fifth ribs. Uh, so it's underneath your pecs, your pec major. Okay, like and here, got it. So it's like from here, and then it connects downwards. To here. Like, like, yeah, basically. <laughs> and it's like deep, <laughs> it's like deep to your pec major. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So now that we have those muscles, um names that you've probably forgotten already (laughs) yes we can go through some of the movement of the scapula um so yeah i thought that it'll be pretty fun if we use our hands to kind of visualize the scapula moving and then try and do these movements ourselves later to understand all these like movements so Mm -hmm. what i'm going to do is to and our listeners at home can also do this lift both of your hands so that the base of your palm is like pointed at each other so like kind of just raise you're looking at the back of your hand yeah and then you have both um palms kind of facing each other and so it kind of looks like wings in front of you Um, okay and yeah and have like a gap between them just so that it like kind of mirrors what your spine the space between your scalp yeah yeah um so the first movement is retraction and what this is is basically if you brought your scapula together so Take your two hands and then move your palms closer to each other. Mm-hmm. So that's retraction. Yep. So that's what happens when, when you're retracting your scapula, you're moving them closer together. This movement is called retraction. And the muscles that are being recruited during this movement are your trapezius and your rhomboids, which makes sense because the attachment points are your scapula to your vertebral column. Mm-hmm. So... If you're trying to move your scapula closer together, they're moving towards that midpoint, which is your vertebral column or your spine, right? Yep. So it makes sense that to do that, you have to contract the muscles that are connecting them. Yep. Because by contracting muscles, you're shortening them. Yep. So if you want to try this, you can like contract your back Mm -hmm. and you can feel your trapezius tense up. Yes. And you can't really feel your rhomboids because they're deep. You can't actually like feel them because you're just feeling your traps. But yeah, so that's retraction. Next up, okay, let's just hold our hands up again. We have the opposite of retraction, which is protraction. And so imagine you're making the space between your palms bigger. You're pushing them forward. Right. And that's called protraction. And the muscles that are involved in this are your serratus anterior so if you remember from a while ago we had you kind of put your hand on the side of you right oh yeah yeah the special muscle there side of you so Mm -hmm. what happens when you protract is uh if you actually do the protracting movement um you're you're kind of basically rolling your shoulders forward right Mm -hmm. yeah so that that's like you're making your like kind of back wider, if that makes sense. Yep. And so to do that, you need to contract the muscle that connects your scapula to the side of your ribs. 
because you're moving your scapula closer to the side of your ribs, essentially, in that movement, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Rolling your shoulder forward. I believe yeah. so. Yes. So that is protraction. And then next, you have elevation. So let's use our hands again. <laughs> if you were to take your hands and just lift mm -hmm. them a bit higher, <laughs> that's elevation. <laughs> yeah. And so the movement, the associated movement, the actual movement that you're doing uh, is if you're like shrugging your shoulders, if you like lifted your shoulders up, you're also lifting your scapula up. Okay. And then the muscles that are involved in this movement are your trapezius again, and also yep. your levator scapula, which self-explanatory name. <laughs> Elevator Elevating scapula. the scapula. Yeah. And you can actually kind of feel it, like if you were to put your hand on your on the side of your neck, and then you shrug that shoulder upwards. Oh. Yeah, like you can kind of feel muscles in your oh, neck yep. area tensing up. Yeah. yeah. So like you're either feeling your trapezius contract or your levator scapula contract. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then next you have the opposite of that, which is depression, um, where your scapula goes downwards, and then that is mostly to do with. Um, your trapezius still okay and um that it's kind of a harder motion for you to do it on your own but uh just imagine like kind of the posture when you're like holding shopping bags yeah that's how it's... yeah so you kind of like it kind of drops down a bit your shoulders drop a bit mm. and then finally the last movement and this one's like um yeah kind of special actually because you can't there's no like um counterpart to like for example your like hip joint um which is upwards rotation so you can like lift your arms over your head okay. and what happens with that is with the if your hands were your scapula um you'd be twisting them upwards so yeah. imagine like rotating like... yeah like you're you're rotating it so that your fingers are coming closer together okay uh and yeah so that's upward rotation and that is a recruitment of both your trapezius and your serratus anterior mm -hmm. and yeah. then yeah so your yeah your traps are contracting and your serratus anterior is is relaxing no it's contracting as well yeah it's contracting as well mm -hmm. okay and yeah that's kind of the muscles of your back that stabilize your scapula uh yeah, they all work together kind of like in this way to give you all those motions of like moving your shoulders. So be grateful and to your, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I forgot what major, rhomboid major and minor, your yep. cerebral cortex. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you need some reflexes, then yes. <laughs> and uh, trapezoids, trapezius, I kid. I didn't realize how big the trapezius was, to be honest. I thought it was just like a little sheet that goes over part of your shoulder blade. But um, yeah, it's it's massive. It's wow. Like, and it's like involved in most of the movements there. It must be really lean then, right? As a muscle. Yes. Um, well, most of your muscles are lean if you isolate them. <laughs> right. That makes sense. Like leaner than, um, let's just say, thighs. Or quads. Your thighs are like your biggest muscles. They're like massive, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Maybe like I'm there are a lot of muscle like, fibers in there. Yeah, I think I'm, I might be just thinking about cuts of meat and <laughs> try to compare. I guess if you're talking about, yes, the surrounding kind of fat, then probably. Yeah. But that's more to do with like just how your body deposits fat rather than like the movement there. Right, right. True, 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 true. But I'd have to brush up on that. I'm not too sure myself. Okay. So yeah, I hope you learned a bit about um back movement. <laughs> so what time is it, Colin? It is facts yet again. Did you know? That kitchen counters are in the US at least are designed by someone de- oh, designed for someone who is five foot eight because the average height of an American man was five foot eight back then when it was standardized. Wow. Weirdly, the average height of a US woman nowadays is five foot four. Um, I have to. I, I couldn't really double check the fact because um, I couldn't find it. I saw in an episode of Munchies, um, okay. and so, and someone and and some like chef talked about it. So yeah, I don't know how true this is, but um, but yeah, you know everything's got to be standardized. But uh, yeah, that's a really tall height to be standardized standardized in. I would think it would be like five foot five five or something, like average for everyone, not just. An American man, but um, I, I wouldn't know. Right, as someone who's like one eighty four or like six foot tall, I yeah. wish countertops were higher. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, like, how? Yeah, it's hard these things to standardize things that just like universe, like the height of a toilet. Like, imagine, like, it's hard to, yeah. to customize things that you can't really customize that often. Mm. Yeah. But now you know. Yeah, I, that, mean, I just uh, want to chop veggies without getting back pain, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, man. Thank God I'm like five foot nine. I, I don't know. I don't know what one seventy six is in foot feet. Mm. Anyways, thank you. The fact time's over now. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> this is the end. <laughs> Sleep, sleep it off. <laughs> cut, Lee, cut, cut right here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>